Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. At Miletus, Paul spoke to the presbyters of the church of Ephesus. Keep watch over yourselves and over the whole flock, of which the Holy Spirit has appointed you overseers, in which you tend the church of God that he acquired with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come among you, and they will not spare the flock. And from your own group, men will come forward, perverting the truth, to draw the disciples away after them. So be vigilant. And remember that for three years, night and day, I unceasingly admonished you, each of you, with tears. And now I commend you to God and to that gracious word of His that can build you up and give you the inheritance among all who are consecrated. I have never wanted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You know well that these very hands have served my needs and my companions. In every way, I have shown you that by hard work of that sort, we must help the weak. And keep in mind the words of the Lord Jesus, who himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had finished speaking, he knelt down and prayed with them all. They were all weeping loudly as they threw their arms around Paul and kissed him, for they were deeply distressed that he had said that they would never see his face again. Then they escorted him to the ship. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Show forth, O God, your power, the power, O God, with which you took our part. For your temple in Jerusalem, let the kings bring you gifts. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. You kingdoms of the earth, sing to God. Chant praise to the Lord, who rides on the heights of the ancient heavens. Behold, his voice resounds, the voice of power. Confess the power of God. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Over Israel is his majesty, his power is in the skies. Awesome in his sanctuary is God, the God of Israel. He gives power and strength to his people. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are one. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost, except the son of destruction, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I speak this in the world so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word, and the world hated them, because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. 
I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world. And I consecrate myself for them, so that they also may be consecrated in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the readings of these days, brothers and sisters, we have in the Gospels a spiritual reflection in these final days of the Easter season about the role of Jesus now that he has ascended into heaven, the prayer of Jesus to the Father because he lives forever making intercession for us. We get a glimpse into the mind and heart of Christ by the way that he prayed at the Last Supper. This is the way that he is praying for all eternity. And we see the spiritual dynamic that we are caught up in as members of the church with our Savior at the right hand of the Father and the mission that he has given to us, the gift that he has given to us of his spirit, and as Jesus says in this passage, of his word, which is truth, and we are consecrated in and by that word. That word is, of course, Christ himself as a person. So we see this in the gospel passages. Yesterday, we had a special gospel, of course, because it was the visitation, but the gospel assigned to that day otherwise is... Again, Jesus praying and saying to the Father that he proclaimed his word to us and that eternal life is knowing you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I revealed your name to them, he said. So in the Gospels we have this, this spiritual reflection and in the first readings of this week, where we have the, the end of the Acts of the Apostles, which we've been reading from throughout the Easter season, we see the same spiritual dynamic playing out in the concrete, practical activities of St. Paul and his companions. Paul, if you read these readings carefully and compare them to the Gospels, is saying the same thing from his perspective, as Jesus said. Look how he speaks to the church here before he says goodbye to those responsible in Ephesus for teaching the word of God. He too talks about having borne witness faithfully to the word. I unceasingly admonished you with tears, he said, as he preached the word of God. And then he said, I've given you the truth there are some who are going to come along and try to distort the truth, resist them. They're like savage wolves. Isn't this what Jesus was just saying? A father, I reveal to them the truth. And now I don't ask you to take them out of the world, but protect them from the evil one. Because one of the things the evil one will try to do is make us doubt, or even worse, tempt us to try to twist the message of truth that we have received. Yesterday, again, the reading assigned to the, to, the, to the day 
Paul is saying, I did not hold back. I did not shrink from telling you what was for your benefit. The whole word of God. The whole message. Brothers and sisters, you and I have a right to hear the whole message of the gospel. And, and, and I, as a preacher, do not have the right to withhold it from you. I have the duty, as Paul expresses here, to proclaim the fullness of the word of God, all the scriptures, all the teachings of the church, not just the ones that might happen to be convenient, popular, or politically correct. Paul is saying this because Jesus himself said it. Father, I have revealed to them everything, everything that you commanded me. He reads the fullness of the revelation of God. He doesn't hold back on the unpopular teachings. He gives us the saving teachings. And Paul here is speaking in today's reading of to the presbyters, the priests, in other words, of Ephesus. And he's saying, you're responsible. Take, take my example. Don't hold back any of the word of God. And don't apologize for it. And preach it fervently. He talks about having tears Jesus preached it to the point of giving his life on the cross. And today we celebrate one of the early martyrs of the church, St. Justin. One of the things he's known for, he's a philosopher, an apologist. He explained the faith. And he is a patron saint, by the way, of philosophers and apologists, those who explain the faith. And he died for the faith. That's why we're wearing red. He shed his blood for the faith as an early martyr of the church. This is the intensity with which we are to be faithful to the word, proclaim and explain the word to others, because it has consecrated us. It's not just a thing that we read or understand. It's a relationship of consecration. We are, are completely devoted to the word of truth. Jesus made it clear in his words. Paul made it clear in his apostolic activities going here throughout the church. And it is a mission that you and I continue to carry out in our day. Look for those who talk this way that there is a truth that we are bound to preach, that we don't hold back the from the unpopular teachings, that we don't seek to change, adjust, adapt those teachings. The teachings are what they are. We can adapt the methods we use for conveying that message. We can't adapt the message itself. Be careful. Because just as Paul said here, there are wolves devouring the flock right now. Don't be deceived by the way they dress, because some of them dress just like me. And they're savage wolves, not shepherds. If we think we can improve on the teachings of the church, we no longer believe the church. This is what we believe. Exactly what is said here by Jesus Exactly what is said here by Paul, exactly what has been handed on to us. Let's proclaim it, especially the word.
as it applies to reverence and respect for human life because that continues to be the tip of the spear of the battle between good and evil, truth and falsehood. How do we respect and protect human life, especially the most vulnerable, the children yet unborn? Lord, give us fidelity to your word, and as it has consecrated us in truth, let us rejoice in that consecration, live that truth joyfully, and experience the fullness of your salvation. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.